everybody, it's me, Lady Ada. We're here at the Adafruit factory, and it's a weekend, so it's nice and quiet, but this is gonna be the most exciting half an hour I'm having all weekend because we've got these amazing, wonderful, kind, special guests here. Today to do a video, we've got Alan, who is uh, studying to become an electrical engineer, which <laughs> I approve of, and Scott Hanselman, who's just like this guy who writes code once in a while, and he has some sort of podcast. I don't as, know. As featured on the Adafruit blog many times. Hi, friends. Yeah. I am absolutely <laughs> beside myself right now. I this know. is a dream. I'm on the other side. I have watched all the videos. We've watched them together. We've watched them together. I've gotten the boxes, been working on everything in my house right now. Probably says Adafruit in terms of like the electronics I've been working yeah. with. Like, yeah. Right. This is the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. This is yes, we've won factory. the golden ticket. Yay. Yeah. What a blessing. And you also have Phil, Mr. Lady. Yeah, Adam. I'm going to be um, doing a few things. Video so, control. So let's start off. Um, so, Scott, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, um, I am trying to figure out how to put myself in the right box, and I've decided after all these years that I'm, yeah. a, I'm a teacher. And that's by a, a teacher, that's a good box. Um, I mean, I'm a software engineer. I've been doing software for about 30 years. Um, I was a professor at a local state university. Uh, I, now I do open source at Microsoft. I've been there about 10 years. I do all my work from Portland, Oregon, been remote. But I think of myself as a teacher in that I want to break down barriers to people to do stuff. Mm. I want to give people an ability to have power, whether that power is the power to physically make something or whether that power is to how to change something in their reality with software or the combination. And uh, I currently work on open source.net at Microsoft. I went there specifically to open source as much stuff as I can. Mm -hmm. So if I'm ever fired, it'll be because I've open sourced too much. Ah, that's, that's the best fine. reason. Well, okay. But so I don't think, I don't think if, if, you know, if you're thinking that, it's never going to happen. You're going to yeah. be there forever. Well, ah. <laughs> a lot of people watch our shows and they know that um, we do make code and that's an open source effort. We, mm -hmm. we made sure that was, that was part of it when we started working with Microsoft. Lots of stuff on GitHub, which is part of Microsoft now. And the, it's definitely a different company than when um, we started getting involved with you know, technology. And so thank you for all your work at, at Microsoft, keeping mm. it open. You were doing something today, in fact. Yeah, were, so... Um, I, I saw on the tweets. Yeah, so I, um, uh, whenever I go into a, a particular town, if there are people who are interested in hanging out with me, I will like let them know. And when I started out earlier, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to be at the mall, or I'm going to show up here, and let's have a nerd dinner. And we would get together. And then as, I've, uh, as social media has gotten bigger and I've gotten uh, more uh, visible, I can go and like, lend my privilege uh, by letting people get together in bigger groups. So I said, let's hang out. And uh, we had some folks from the New York City.net group uh, talk to the folks at Betaworks Studios. Mm -hmm. And we got like the 200 people together and we hung out for like That's two great. hours talking That's about .NET, uh, .NET on microcontrollers and mm -hmm. C Sharp on Raspberry Pis. And we did all kinds of fun stuff. And that awesome. was just kind of a random? It was just, it wasn't planned. It was like, let's go and set this up. You know, we, we started it about two weeks ago. We wow. put out a meetup.com. I think we ended up with about 260 uh, registered and 200 showed up. That's wow. great. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, totally free um, event. Yeah, and I'll ask you a few times throughout us chatting with you, but if folks want to know where you're doing something like this next or... Yeah, the best place would be uh, at, uh, you know, go on Google for Scott. Yeah. I'm in an epic battle right now with Scott brand toilet paper tissue. Okay. Oh, <laughs> they've, 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 they've copyrighted Scott. I used okay. to be on the front page. Like, you right. search no, for Scott, no. boom, I'm there. No, not anymore. Okay. You find toilet paper. I think Lamar right. I'm on page two. It's a race to the bottom. It is a race to the bottom. But you have Hanselman.com. <laughs> my last name is Hanselman, like Hansel and Gretel. You go there, uh, you can find my podcast, my speaking, okay. places that I go. All right, well, speaking of, so we've covered your stuff on the, the Adafruit blog quite a bit. I just searched for Scott. Which you are, you, we've not posted anything about Scott Toilet Paper. Oh, well, that's the only place that matters. You're number one Scott on Adafruit.com and search for Scott. <laughs> yeah. Number one Scott. You'll, you'll, you'll have to compete with uh, Scott Shawcroft, who you recently I am a huge fan of Scott Shawcroft. In yeah. fact, on your podcast, 
upcoming soon, Scott's going to be on there. Yep, I just met with Scott. What a joy working on Circuit Python, and okay. uh, I got to have a full half an hour with him. That'll be on Hansel Minutes very and, very soon. And so some of the things, and this is great because when we were emailing. So what do you want to talk about? Turns out it was almost in the same order as our postings. About you. Oh, fun. So it was like, oh, here's, you know, technology podcast. Here's the blood glucose thing. Here's a mm. Windows terminal thing. Mm. Here's a keyboard that changes colors based on glucose. So I thought we'd start with podcasts. So you, you've had a few, but yeah. Hansel Minutes, I think, is how a lot of people... Yeah, Hansel Minutes is the one that I've been doing the longest. Hansel Minutes is actually a joke that a friend of mine that I worked with many, many years ago who said I was a really bad estimator. Okay. And he had created a currency. Like, if someone would say, how long will that work? It would be like, about 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, well, is that minutes or Hansel, Hansel Minutes? minutes. Yeah. Because I'm really bad at estimating. Uh, and, so, how, and how long have you been doing this podcast for? I've been doing that for almost 700 episodes, about 13 and a half years. Yeah. I'm a very big believer in, in regularity. So if you're trying to be mm -hmm. a learner, you should try something to do a little bit every day. So I podcast every Thursday. Uh, okay. And I've been doing it every single Thursday, 52 weeks a year, consistently for 13 and a half years. Okay. Wow. I'm asking for a friend. What if, <laughs> so we do a podcast or mm -hmm. a video show every single week uh, called Ask an Engineer. We also do Show and Tell. Um, before we start asking you know, more questions about how and why you do this, what's helped you do this for this long? Because there's been times where we're like, we're so busy. Mm. It's so hard to like, we run a company and yeah. then we also do this. So it used to be every Saturday. Yeah. And when it was just Lamore and I running Adafruit, we would, uh, she did the kidding and I did the shipping in yeah. our apartment. That was it. And then what happened was we just turned on a web camera that we got for free mm -hmm. at a conference. I remember. And then, yeah, and we're, and someone said, if, if, if I buy something, will you ship it live? And I said, yeah. And that started asking an engineer because then they mm -hmm. had some technical questions. And we've been doing this for so long, but like eventually we moved it from Saturday to Wednesday so we can get more stuff done during the week. Um, but what, what, is, what has kept you doing this because there's been times where we're like this is so much work I don't know if it's worth it or like sometimes someone's crappy online and mm -hmm. you're just like, eh, yeah, like you get down. What, yeah what 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 kept you going with 700 episodes the upper the 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 secret about the podcast is it's my chance to talk to people who would never talk to me unless I had a podcast mm -hmm. yeah so I've built up this audience and I use this term lending privilege a lot uh, it's, it's a term that was come up by a gentleman named Ann Juan Simmons a-n-j-u-a-n and Ann Juan uh, is a black man in tech who lends the various privileges that he has as a, as a man, as, a, as an executive. Uh, and if I can go and raise the voice of someone by having them on my show, by yeah. just standing next to them and then suddenly they go off and do something. Like I had Kimberly Bryant from Black Girls Code on like way, like six years ago. Yeah. And now she's gone on, she's just been this amazing person who's created yeah. all of these kind of cool things. If you scroll back at the beginning of my podcast, I'm finding all these places where I was blessed enough to to discover somebody, discover. Yeah. Meaning yeah. I just found them in one moment in their journey, yeah. and then they went like this. Now I'm not saying that I was the beginning of the hockey stick up, but like I got to be a stepping stone. And yeah. then maybe they went and keynoted something, or gave us talk, or did their nonprofit, or whatever. Like that's who code, I had that gotcha. gentleman over. Um, I don't know who the next person I'm gonna talk to is gonna be the next big thing, yeah. but I would love to be a footnote in their amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. So I, if I stop the podcast, Think of all the amazing people I wouldn't get yeah. to talk to. For, it sounds similar. For us, um, we always think about you are what you celebrate. So mm. if you want to see interesting, Fandom. cool, diverse people in the world, mm. you have to put the camera on them. You have to talk to them. You have to bring them out in the world. And I thought that how you've been doing that it, it makes me think that we can continue to do it because there's, like, I just looked at the last round. 
and I was like, wow, this, this is, is, uh, this is literally a, the last eight shows. This is the last eight shows, and, and I didn't. I was like, oh, let me do a quick screenshot. And these are people around the world doing interesting things, talking yeah, to you, yeah, just being awesome. Just and, people being awesome. Yes, yeah. If there's an SDR, that's so cool. And then oh, and like, space orb, Vit Putz space here, six eighty eight. Anyone remember the space orb? It was a it was a Xbox controller looking thing with a with a ball. Yeah. And he went and said, you know, this is this wonderful controller from the 80s. If you remember the game Descent, it was a yeah. six degrees of freedom game. Yeah. And the space orb is this ridiculous controller that's a ball, and you pull it up to go up, and you push it forward to go I forward. I think I have one here. So he went and <laughs> yeah. ma he wrote a bridge, a space orb to serial port to USB bridge, and did yeah. it all in Arduino because he could. Like, why? Because yeah. cool. Because it's cool. <laughs> like, it's so freaking cool. So, like... He's not going to call me and say, I should be on your podcast. I am very interesting. I have made this thing. Yeah. yeah. He just did it because it's awesome. And he called it the Thingatron 9000. Yeah. And he sells them out of his, out of his, you know, and maybe like eight people care. Yeah. But I freaking care. And I put that podcast out and like Twitter just lit up. And oh, you never know what know the awesome. technology will mm. uncover. Like, I think a lot of times that when you're an engineer, um, there's this like if you're not working on the most important thing if you're not working at like Boeing or if you're not working at IBM like you're not really doing real engineering but when you do engineering when you do what you love and you do a good job you don't know what that's gonna unlock for other people like you you can't predict it and so you should have fun and do what you want and then you never know like this descent controller might end up being used for you know, there's a computer museum and like we have one of these games and we couldn't get it up and running, but now we can. So exactly. we can show kids the technology that we had before and how that turned into the flight simulators of today. Yeah, I talked to someone about some stupid, I forgot what it was, some, some, some Adafruit thing I was doing and someone figured out how to plug something that I was doing into like a, an Xbox accessible controller because yeah. it's just headphone jacks, right? It's just, yeah. it's simple. Mm -hmm. And it's a bridge to the next bit of creativity that someone could go and explore. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we noticed for a few, almost a, you know, over a decade now, is if we have uh, some of like Lamore's friends that she went to school with, uh, some of the engineers, and we have them on, and they say cool stuff, and they have cool things to, to share. Um, parents would email and say, "Oh, my daughter asked, do boys do engineering too?" Because a lot of the the engineers of Lamore happens to hang out with their women, yeah, sure. and uh -huh. so their world is very different than I think when we grew up. Like an engineer was like the person they brought into school to say, "Like I work on the bridge in town." Like that was an engineer, and he had a hard hat, and that was what engineer was. Yeah. Now it's like someone like Lamore or someone like Amanda or like all the different people that we have on the show. So I think that's one of the things that's really helpful is when people can see someone and imagine themselves like that person. And if you never see that, you can never do it. So, uh, anyways, thanks for having delightful guests mm -hmm. and more on your show. It's one of our favorite things um, to listen to. If I may, uh, a, a true story that happened that I, I don't think I've talked about publicly. Ooh. I got an email from a gentleman. Uh, he saw me. So, I, I have diabetes. Yeah. I mean, I look like a regular dude, but I have I have these I have implants. Cyborg. I've got, I've got tubes in me. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of your work in my that. belly. No, it's cool. But I've got all this stuff. But like, <laughs> if I don't have to tell you that, that's yeah. that's one of my privileges. Is you can hide I can, it. I can just be like you know, hey, yeah. there's this dude. Yeah. Um, but I've got this this problem, this disability, this invisible disability, and I was giving a keynote, but I also was having a low blood sugar, and while I was giving the talk. While not missing a beat, without changing the context of the talk, I checked my blood sugar and took some glucose and moved on. And a gentleman in the front row's son had been diagnosed 
just a week before. Yeah. And he was in an emotional place. Understandably. Like, is my life ruined? What is this? Mean? What is this? Can, can my son achieve anything? Yeah. And here he just happens to be at this tech conference, not about diabetes, and this yeah. random dude who he didn't know was diabetic busts out and checks his blood sugar and yeah. then and, and recovers and then continues. Yeah. And he was just like, he's going to be fine. My yeah. son is going to be okay. He had no idea yeah. that he was diabetic. So I, think so I was like, representation, like when you think about representation matters, it's yeah. not just color and gender, it's anything. Like I could have a wooden leg and PTSD and I was a veteran. If I sh could keep that to myself, or yeah. I could use that story to propel that forward into someone else's life and they go, wait a second. If he can do it, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do yeah, it. Yeah, for show and tell, that's one of the ones where we have um, people from the excess, uh, AT community, uh, assistive tech community, mm. and they see a lot of people that are using uh, Adafruit Electronics, Adafruit Open Source Code, and other things awesome. to enhance their lives. And they see other people doing it, and now it's become a thing. So now that's why we can't quit ever. I feel like we're no, never going to stop. We're I, just like I, I don't know if I, I yeah I'll quit when I'm when I'm dead. Yeah. And so okay. Well, thanks for sharing that because <laughs> we don't get a chance to talk to people who've been doing a consistent publishing schedule for over a decade. Yeah. It is. I'm not saying it's not easy, but I will say that one of the things that's got me through it is uh, doubling and tripling up. So I will record shows, you know, two three at a time. Yeah. If I've got energy, if I have a moment, yeah. then I'll just do three, and then I'll take a vacation. And then after a couple, I know, so I've got, right now I've got four shows in the yeah, can. Yeah, it gives you a cushion. It yes. gives you a cushion. It makes a huge difference. Okay, well, um, so moving right along, and these are all the things that you had already mentioned. So a lot of people probably know you from your videos. Here's uh, when you, you know, this is a Scott search. Um, solving <laughs> diabetes with open source artificial pancreas. Um, solving, uh, this is the, the theme. And so I thought we could talk about this because you have actual hardware with you. Yeah, yeah, I brought, I brought my diabetes learning kit yeah. here. So this is a iPhone screenshot and you've got all these different things and then we can go to the overhead later. But what, what is the open source pancreas and what is this, this project okay, that so you've been working the, on? The, well, there's a community of people and, and let's look at it this way. If, if Lamore, God forbid, you were to become diabetic tomorrow. I, I know it's not gonna be okay, it's, it's gonna be okay because I saw you on stage. <laughs> yeah. No, but what you're gonna do is you're gonna say, well, okay. this sucks. This sucks. And then you're gonna turn around and you're gonna say, if only I had the tools. It's like, mm. but I'm an engineer, I'm I can engineer. solve this. <laughs> okay, exactly. Yeah. Now, if you, if you weren't an engineer, if you were a business analyst, you'd do it in Excel. Yeah. Yes. If you were, you know, 30 years ago, you'd do it in Clipper or you do it in whatever tool you had available to you. Yeah. So every diabetic engineer ever, always, has tried to solve this. Okay. But what, and, they, and this is great, but they did it in, um, in a vacuum. They did it alone. They did it in a silo. We, yeah. we, I became diabetic in the, in the early 90s, and I thought I was alone. I, I, mean, I went to CompuServe, and I tried yeah. to solve it with, with you know, C code, and I had a little command line app, and some yeah. people had bash scripts. You plug into your parallel port. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. I would literally take my blood sugar meter and I would plug it into a serial port, a DB9. Some of them were DB25s. Yeah. Because I, I, my blood sugar data was, was, was stuck in this device. Yeah. And I called them, like, hey, can you give me the spec for the communication? I want to talk to this device. Yeah. And they were like, no. No. <laughs> no who are you it's and why are you calling? I'm not yeah. going to let are you, you do that. Are you a competitor? That. Yeah. Like, so I, we cracked it open, and we did this 20 years ago. And this isn't about me. This is about every diabetic engineer ever, always. Yes. Yeah. So the first thing they do, they're like, "Oh my God, I have right. I'm an engineer. I can't help it." So there's there are these devices. So Let's this is here's a device yeah. here. This is a device called a Dexcom, and this thing talks to the the device that I have on my arm, which looks like this. You just lock so this. I've got this right here implanted on the outside of my arm, and that talks Bluetooth to this. 
and this had a little USB here. So there's a, this is a device where you take it and you look at your blood sugar. It looks like an, I, an iPod. And it, it totally has an iPod. Does it, it show up iPod. as a hard drive and have all the data on it? Oh, of course not. No, <laughs> it's totally proprietary. Uh, it's not Python. Okay. God bless them, they're proprietary. And um, you would take this to your doctor and you install some software. And the software every three months would like do a dump of the last 90 days. Yeah. And uh, an individual who had a diabetic child said, you know, maybe I could just plug it into a computer. Maybe like, you know, I don't know, a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. And I could plug them into each other. And yeah. I would just write a for loop because everything starts with a for loop. That's right. It? And rather than well, it nowadays, it's a wild true loop because they're in Python. That's yeah. a yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yeah. So they would go and say, you know, uh, I want to say, give me my blood sugar. Yeah. And they would write that loop. And instead of every 90 days, every five minutes. Mm. Mm -hmm. So then once it's on there, I can do stuff with it. And then they started saying, well, wait a, wait a second. Here's my insulin pump. How does the doctor talk to it? Well, they've got this expensive device uh, that they can get. Wait, called, wait, can you engineer and hack called, that? Called yeah. Paralink, of so, course. So maybe yeah. I will go and plug that in here, and then I've got the read and the write. Yeah. When I'm, as a, as a diabetic, I need to have this loop in my head. What's yeah. my blood sugar? What should I do about it? Okay, take some insulin. What's my blood sugar? And, and I loop. I loop all day. It is yes. an open loop yes. that is closed by your me. Brain. Mm. Which so, sucks because you're spending your mental energy okay. on that. I love that you said that because imagine the task manager of my brain sorted by CPU. No, it's like tip, yeah. at the top of like Scott Top. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> when you run H Top on me, it's like look at the 8% CPU that's exactly. being wasted by me thinking about all day when am I going to go yeah. and take some insulin which is now, now $300 in a, a bottle in America um, yeah. and, and, and I, I went and I took a, a pie portal to like let me see it because I, I want glanceable displays around my house yeah. mm. this thing turns yellow red green with yeah. my blood and sugar what's interesting about that is that's a trick that we use for assistive technology where mm -hmm. it's at a glance information if you don't have you know, full access to all of your hands and, and exactly. you, know, you can't do things. But if you can look at something and say, oh, green, I'm okay, yellow, maybe you gotta keep an eye on that red, uh-oh, uh-oh. Mm -hmm. And other people yeah. will know too. And also your brain, your visual cortex, mm -hmm. it is like a co-processor. And if your brain gets used to seeing green, it actually starts filtering it out, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. The human brain and the visual cortex, we, we only look for like differences and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you'll only be like alerted when it turns red. It's really neat. So like now you've taken it from 8% to maybe like 1%. Mm -hmm. So a lot of different people in the community, people who are smarter than me, who are not me, yeah. said, I can write a little Python to do that. And that, yes. was, one, that was one person. Mm -hmm. And another yeah. person said, let's put that in a dashboard. And another person said, hey, let's make that dashboard have a REST API. And another person said, well, I'll put my blood sugar data in my bash prompt along with my Git. Which I thought was so funny. Isn't that wonderful? I love it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I want this data everywhere. And then the godmother of uh, the, the open artificial pancreas community put all of that into a, uh, a fanny pack, uh, a, a, a yeah. pack that goes on the side. Fanny packs are super fashionable now. They are They're super coming fashionable. back. Cool. Now, to be honest, I'm, I have a fanny pack and I, I love every it. second you I You know what, you gotta thing. like stick a Raspberry Pi and Arduino in it so you're yeah. always like walking around you're like, I'm yep. ready. And that's what she did. So Dana Lewis from the Open APS project put all this in her fanny pack with a big battery right. and ran all that stuff. And I love then it. said, you know, too big, too big, no fun, too yeah. big, don't like that. That's not cool optimize, at all. Optimize. Engineering. Why don't we do it with a Raspberry Pi Zero? Ooh. And that's and that's what um, I had some close-up photos of here. Yeah, let's do a close-up of that one. Yeah, so, so look this at that. Is what it looks that's like. live mm -hmm. with an actual graph and a nice little OLED and there. And you can even see it's like you're getting off-the-shelf hardware. Yep. And the OLED's off-the-shelf. The Raspberry Pi Zero's off-the-shelf, and Bingo. you're plugging it together. Yep. 3D to printed case. Custom 
electronics that fit your needs. Exactly. And this is the power of open source and open source hardware. People are like, what? Who cares if it's open source? But it's like well. when you give people all these pieces, they get to make That's nice, what nice. they need mm. yeah. or what they want. And the market is not always, you know, capitalism is a great for some things, mm -hmm. but what it's not good at is helping people with their individual needs because they're like, well, if I can't get a million people to buy this, exactly. what's the point? So, and especially yeah. if they can't get you to pay a lot or they can't get you to subscribe. Okay. So this is very cool tech. What's, uh, what's that device that Okay, you so, yeah, so here's the fun part. In all things, right, If you like, there's, there's a class of thing called vehicle and there's a class of thing called car and there's Toyotas and Hondas and whatever. So in the diabetes community, there's this brand of insulin pump and there's that brand of insulin pump. There's lots of different brands, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And there's lots of different choices on how I could read and how I could write. So open source is all about choice. Maybe we could have our choice of insulin pumps think about this there is actually coopetition yeah. in the community of open source artificial pancreases mm -hmm. yeah. there's ones that run an iPhone there's one that run on Raspberry Pis there's ones that run on Intel Edison's yes there's ones that run an iPhone so this, this is, is if you're forking and the yeah. heterogeneous uh, community it's mm -hmm. good because it means if and this happens sometimes sometimes it's like oh shoot the iPhone app got rejected mm -hmm. But yep. then you can always or fall back. One of these on companies the go out of business, mm -hmm. yeah. or exactly. they decide to change the proprietary thing, and mm -hmm. you're just like, "But I, but I want to keep using this other thing." So here's the most amazing part about this: all these people, all working both together and separately, are coming up with these units and these different pieces. Here's an insulin pump that uh, this is the the cannula, and that goes into your body. That goes into your body. So that that is a a, a steel cannula that sits in your body that squirts the insulin. That's the right. This one here actually has an inserter that you go and you shove the sensor into your body, you then pull it out, and then mm -hmm. this sits on top. And I've got one of those in me right now. These are all different brands. This is another insulin pump. So these, this and this are the same thing, yeah. the same class of device. And if you see, look at that blue right there. Yeah. That is a cannula. Okay. That would then sit on your body. I'll put it in my hand, but imagine that was on your belly. So again, you insert the cannula into your body, and, and that's it what injects the insulin. Mm -hmm. Now, you would think that these companies would attack us and go against us and try you to keep us the, from doing that. Yeah, you can even see the pump yeah, very carefully. Yeah. This pump is the pump in there. It's well, that was so going to cool. be my, my next question. Um, all right, so how many cease and desist and how many DMs <laughs> did <laughs> well, you get so, so far? Some, so some really great, uh, you can go and read on my blog if you go and search for the state of diabetes. Um, up, there was a great Medium post that talked about breaking, breaking in quotes, mm. into this pump using software-defined radio, mm. grabbing the electromagnetic frequencies off of thin air, figuring out how they did the FSK, the, the is that what it's called? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's the way that the radio is encoded. It's a very basic but powerful, it's, it's a very common way to uh, transmit data, but what's really nice about it is it's not patented, like mm. Laura, which means it's really easy to DIY our own version. Right, okay. so they went and did that, and they broke into this pump, and then a, a, an open source nonprofit called Tidepool called these people and said, let's not fight, yeah. let's partner. Help us make a system that would let us talk to these devices so we can stop with this brinkmanship. Because there's a version of this pump that I can talk to, but there's another one with a newer firmware that mm. I can't. Yeah. I don't want to go on Craigslist and buy a pump. I, I, would, I will give these people money yeah. if they give me an open API spec. Yeah. So we're the, the Tide Pool organization is working with these two pump manufacturers to make a system. And then rather than me sideloading 
my pancreas. I have yeah. a side-loaded pancreas. <laughs> uh, why not, in fact, uh, let me... This is totally like neuromancer shit. That is, a very, out that of is the a very store. cool, respecting the dignity of humans solution. I, I wish I heard this story more in other industries. Yeah. yeah. So there is... Now, so look, my pancreas, is, this is live. This is real. Okay. Right now, it is looping. So every five minutes, what this is, is a 916 megahertz to Bluetooth LE bridge. And right now it's figuring out what my blood sugar is and deciding what to do. Okay. And there you go. My blood sugar is 75. It's turned the insulin pump off so yeah, that I might return. I have a screenshot from a previous time where I think you yep, showed this. Yeah, they, that's exactly what's happening right now. So yeah. just to be clear, you, you're you're reading the data from the, the arm. This implant. This is reading that data over Bluetooth. And then it's, it's it checks the value and then it's like, oh shoot, it's too high or it's too low. Yep. And then depending on that, you have a very basic logic it's actually not as basic as you'd think okay. because it's an actual model of the human digestive system. Yeah, because you have to wait and, and... So you've got uh, slow, medium, and fast carbs. Okay. The decay of those carbs over time. Yeah. You've got varying... There's four different kinds of insulin of varying speeds that you could be using. So there's the decay of the insulin mm -hmm. weighted against the decay of the carbs. Yeah. Then there's an integral retrospective correction that is applied over the So it's a PID past. loop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, you're going to learn about PID loops. You're going to be like, <laughs> Yeah, so you're going to learn about that this fall. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's, uh, and then this, is, all this is open source. You can read about this. We have all the algorithms out there. So this, I use Loop. So if you go and Google for Loop Docs, mm. this okay. is Loop Kit. This was created by a gentleman named Nate Ratcliffe and is now managed by Pete Schwam and Katie DeSimone and a whole community at the Tide Pool organization. Um, and then I'm using an older pump. These folks here at Insulate are going to partner with us and make these Omnipods. And then you can go to Dexcom and they have an, an API that you can sign up for. So I have one, one last question before we move on. So for this, this uh, you know, smart open uh, in, uh, pancreas, which makes that decision um, of when to yeah. uh, inject you with insulin and, and, and it, and it does the analysis, th is that patented or is it patentable? And is it something that you're concerned about? So there's two different, I use Loop, which is one pancreas. This one is Open APS, which is another one. The algorithm itself is entirely open source. Yes. I suppose that someone could patent it, I suppose. I guess by publishing, you're protecting yourself. Here's the deal, though. Are you patenting the, the actual algorithm? Or are you patenting the fact that there is an open source pancreas? This is the thing. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I, it's, it's something that has come up. And I know there's like open patent comments. Mm. And I, I, it's, I'm not saying that you should patent or should be worried about it. Yeah. I think, you know, as long as you're publishing. And that is one of the The, the community the has published things. this as a reference implementation. I wanted yeah. to be clear that yeah. we're not saying you should go out and hook yourself up to this thing. Right. We are simply stating, and what Dana and that her husband Scott have done is, is communicated that there is a reference implementation of a theoretical artificial pancreas that yeah. one could potentially apply to themselves yeah. <laughs> if one were to do such a thing. Right, of course. Yeah. Said no one's selling anything here. Yeah. Um, but what's great about this is that the Tide Pool organization is working with the FDA right. to not qualify and classify individual items. Mm. but rather to say that there is a, uh, a series of parts one would need to make a pancreas. Mm. And we want to have each brand and each project and each potentially pluggable algorithm to be an option so that the FDA would allow us to classify an, what they're calling like an eye pump, an intelligent yeah. pump or an intelligent CGM, mm. continuous yeah. glucose meter, and then make the options pluggable so that each company could compete on their own merits. Yeah but still allow the DIY community to run both the supported app store version yeah. and the DIY version yeah. at the same time. I think, I think that one of the 
the things that comes to like when I see this is I think it's so good that it's being published and documented. Yes, it can't be, be taken away. Because it mm -hmm. can't be taken away. And I think especially with the changes in patent law, the more prior art you can, that's why we are constantly publishing things mm. we're about to work on, mm. is we're like prior art, prior art, look, we are doing this. You can't say, you know, months later, a year later, oh no, I came up with that first. Whoever publishes first. Mm. You know, that's a really good point. I did some early work on the Palm Pilot. Uh, with a blood yeah. sugar system. I was gonna say I remember your work from a long time ago with this and I had It's I, so funny. And I had yeah, and I was like this is one of the coolest projects <laughs> And I even remember because I did an article on Make called if you're gonna kill it open source it <laughs> And I went through all these companies that should have opened source something when they killed it off It's funny that you and mentioned that. There it I, is. This I is wrote this thing 13 years ago. In the, no, that's actually me I noticed 13 years ago. I Re said years ago. Re yeah, okay. This, so was in, this was in 1996. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're looking at like 20 plus years yeah, ago. Yeah, because I remember this longer. when I was in New York. The other the, for Web 1.0. So I, I, frankly, I was running it as a shareware project, and I was selling licenses, and then people went and cracked it, and took my shareware codes and made a generator. <laughs> That's so The rad. hacker, the hacker scene. <laughs> Yeah. Went and, and, and so I couldn't make any money on Underground it. Underground glucopyrin. And I was sales. only, I, was, I think in 96, I was like, you know, 20. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, I, I sold it. I sold it. Yeah. And then after a while, it got, became abandonware. But yeah. there are still today, there are still today people using glucopilot. Older, yeah. oh, cool. older people, but they are still using it. Hmm. And I have not been able to get a hold of the Chinese company to open source it. I, I thought I was close. They were going to talk about it. And then companies get bought by companies. Know, and I now I don't that. honestly know where the source is, mm. yeah. which makes me sad. And that's where around the, the, the mid to late 90s is where I decided that open the, the failure of open sourcing this in the 90s is why I do open source now. Mm. You know what? That's good then. Because like if you can't take something that you, you know, that happened mm. and then yeah. like we're getting so much more open source because this happened. So that's well, so after this, I went and created a whole series of blood sugar downloader systems that would allow you to take a blood sugar meter, cool. plug in things, and I was breaking into these serial port devices. So yes, I, while I failed to open source that, I've open sourced a lot since. All right, so I have a question. I already know the answer, um, which is always a fun question. But I was going to say, like, okay, does this really work, like, for you personally, what you've been able to do? Because I saw this. Oh, you found my actual blood work. Yes, it, that is my yeah, blood work. You posted it up. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, this is kind of neat. So this is this is what you, you posted it's up. It's actually so. better since then. My oh, really? blood work, uh, 5.9 yeah. right there. Yeah, there you go. There's a good example. So yeah. you can see the uh, low hypoglycemic. Hypo means low, and glycemic means sugar. So I have a low risk of hypoglycemia. And, and that's the data downloaded from the device. Yeah, that's downloaded from the device directly. This is using a tool called Clarity. Uh, and uh, my blood sugar is just slightly above normal human beings' blood sugar. Mm. Yeah. So the goal here is to die of old age, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. Mm, See yeah. where at the top there it says five nine five eight five nine. If I yeah. keep that under six, I'm a normal non-diabetic. So I'm simul. We are we we the community are simulating a, a pancreas. Yeah. It is an externalized organ. I, I read like you had this roundup of things, and you're like, look, I just want to get hit by an ice cream truck one day. That's the goal. I just I don't want I don't want anything else. Ice cream truck. Yep. Because like on a long enough timeline, we'll all like fall off ladders and get hit by ice cream trucks. Yep. But that's what you want. I yeah. think it would be just really ironic to have me and the pancreas just strewn across the street with just ice, ice just like everywhere. soft syrup everywhere <laughs> all right sprinkles so a couple other things because we're going to wrap up um i did want to ask alan so you're you're the next generation you got to yep. fix all the problems that we all made sorry about that <laughs> yeah. thanks um, thanks yeah <laughs> planet's a mess it's like it's a million degrees out today it is a million. Uh -huh. so you're, you're in high school and you decided to be an ee yeah. why did you do that 
So, I mean, why I did that could, I guess, stem from since I was like seven. I remember actually this uncle right here, he like gave me a Game Boy and then here I am thinking like, okay, yeah, Game Boy video games, I'm like seven, right? Then the speaker stops working and then I was and thinking- like, world's ended. Well, yeah, world's ended. My mom's gonna yell at me. I don't want to get yeah. yelled at. Yeah. Like again, seven. So I was like thinking, okay, let's see if I can like open this up, see what I can do. Maybe see if I could like fix it or whatever. So that way I don't get yelled at. The, it was fear first that like drove yeah. me. That's a good motivator. Carrot or stick? He's not getting yelled at by his doctor, right? <laughs> yeah. So here I am, I'm like opening it up and then I'm just like, wow, okay. I didn't know that there was gonna be like a screen in here, buttons. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just gonna be, I, I don't know, like Legos? Seven, seven year old thoughts. You know, like, seven year old uh, thoughts yeah. are like, there's just Legos in here working. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, there's all these like wires, circuits, connectors. I mean, ultimately, I don't remember if I fixed the speaker for the seven. I fixed the speaker because I yeah. didn't get yelled at. As cool as you okay. remember taking it apart, and that was where that was, I guess, sparked. ground zero when I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, I just like this whole like seeing what's underneath, like learning more about it. Then I like all these electronics, these buttons, doodads, all this stuff because again, seven. Yeah. So then ever since it's just kind of been like, okay, then I started hearing about Raspberry Pi coming out, then Arduino, then I started to just really start to tinker and design with it, then Adafruit, and then all this other stuff. So it's just kind of been a snowball effect coming into like, okay, I really like working with circuits. I like working with PCBs, yeah. making the wiring, like making my own boards and stuff. Have you burned yourself? A couple yeah. times, a couple <laughs> times. You had some good scars. No, no, no. The it's most iconic is when you're like using the light bulb and then you accidentally put the five volts, not the like 3.3 volts, and then you just uh, it's poof, poof, and you're like, what just happened? But blue smoke. <laughs> but regardless, it's just that whole problem solving, learning more, thinking, okay, how can I like this is my new problem, how can I find a solution through it? And then just the open source community as well, just like figuring out, okay, if I don't exactly have the right answer, I know that somebody like, there's already work on it and then either I can like, you know, see, okay, can I like work with it and try to make it more myself to just remix, remix yeah. it personally. Use like, Google, search for stuff, I do it all the time. Exactly, so just kind of using Google. Google. All the time. <laughs> What's cool Are you is kidding? You, why, why keep it in my brain? I guess Google's my brain. Your experience has been in, the, in during this like last decade or so, mm. you know, you're probably 17, 16-ish, you know, somewhere 18, around 18. 18. Yeah. So 10 years ago, Fresh face. yeah, <laughs> right? So 10 years ago, like, for adults, like ten years for us, we kind of the same. We maybe gain a few ta few pounds, but like our, we're not like a double sized person, or like most of our life just happened. Right, but it's been going on for a while. So what's interesting is like you've whoa, you, he was eight ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. see what I mean? Sorry, so, I just like did the math. No, I know. What do you mean? And did so the math? I just you were like a small human. <laughs> so dude, dude I, I showed him. I showed him the magic. I was like, oh, this came out in '95. He's like, I wasn't born yet, and I was just like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we do. So, what's interesting is when we started this, there's a lot of eight year olds that are now going off to school saying, yeah. Hey, Adafruit, I got my start with you when I was a kid. I'm like, Oh, when? And it was like only 10 years ago mm. because now they're full grown adults. But, eight, you know, 10 years ago, so cool. they were like, Oh, I was on the show and tell with my first project oh, man. 10 years ago. Wow. And that's one of the reasons, just to like, you know, to loop this back, huh? Uh, is we, we can't probably stop do, doing this mm. because you never know who's going to be that person just like and you were so saying. it's so awesome that mm. like yeah. what we tried to do you did it yeah. <laughs> well, you never, well, whether it's someone on your podcast who yep. this is the first time they their voice is heard to, to a wide uh, audience mm -hmm. or if there's uh, someone who's eight and they thought well I went on the show and tell and mm. this Lady Ada lady said good work and that unlocked my way right. to do all this stuff mm. that's cool that you remember taking apart a Game Boy. Yep. And this is what happened. Mm. And yeah. he and I made a Pie Girl. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, and I you have, need a cupcake. Yeah, I have and, and, yeah. and then you have to solder the speaker on yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, right. We, Full yeah, we, circle we figuring out how to do that. No, I know. Well, it's funny is, you know, I had a Game Boy and I broke it too. <laughs> and I had to send it for a pair. But I was like, I just want one of my own that's a color. No. So I, you know, I was also like, it's funny, like everyone, gaming is such a, it's such a, um, an early um, electronic memory for people. Mm -hmm. So what I ask a lot of people is, uh, when they come on the show, what's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Right. So you started with this Game Boy, but what are you working on now, or what do you want to work on So, next? I mean, right now, currently, I'm just working on a little robot. Uh, I'm just trying to, for now, I guess my main big idea is to just, like, put some sensors on it, have it relay data to me, either be, like, a motion sensor sort of robot going around my house. Uh -huh. That's just kind of the latest thing I'm working on. Yeah. Um, I mean... In terms of what I'm trying to do for the future, I would have to say I don't know yet. Yeah, right now, should. I'm just taking this okay. day by day, and I'm just you're like... Not, you're not ruined and jaded yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm just taking this day by day. Yeah. I hear like, oh, hey, there's something that uses low Bluetooth. I'm like, what, yeah. what's low Bluetooth versus regular Bluetooth? Yeah. And then yeah. here I am just discovering new things. I'm like, okay, so this is how that works. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't just magic that somebody's just feeding me. No, no, there's like... None of it's magic. It's okay. so important to know, though, isn't it? It's not magic. It's it's yeah. all there. There are and, no black boxes. And what I like about the maker community is there's experts, there's beginners, there's mm -hmm. people like who are younger, there's people who else are older, and we're all working together, and we're all, you know, when I see stuff like low-energy Bluetooth, I'm also like, what is this? Like, <laughs> this is cool. Like, you have to never lose that wonder of like there's this new technology and when people ask me like how do you come up with your ideas which is kind of like a weird question mm -hmm. but what you do is you look around the world and you see problems mm -hmm. you see people struggling with things or you see like oh that cosplayer they want to make a, a sword that does this but like we don't have that technology yet and then you keep that in your brain kind of in the background and then as you go through life as you mm -hmm. go through engineering you'll pick up all these skills and then you'll kind of like match them right. and you'll be like does this skill i just learned mm -hmm. match up with the problem and so there's projects that we're building now that are from like 10 or 15 years ago mm. that I was like, I really want to build this, but it, I can't yet. We didn't have the technology. We didn't have the technology. Yeah. Didn't it was have too expensive okay. or we wouldn't be able to show people how to do it. Like everything we do, there has to be a video and a right. guide and we have okay. to be able to share it. But then okay. it's like, click. All right. So. Well, last up, um, Scott, if uh, there's always a call to action in a lot of these shows. So mm. what, what are the things that, that people could do out there if they're interested in what you're doing, if they want to help, if there's... What, what's what's next? I I would have to say, and not to be too much of a of a fangirl here, but the the Ada boxes are such a joy when they arrive. Everything that I do now, even my diabetes oh, education wow. kit, yeah. is in fact Maybe an Ada box. Maybe we should do a, a diabetes a, a virtual a artificial pancreas <laughs> <an> artificial pancreas <laughs> Ada box. Yeah, we could talk about that. We're yeah. there. um, they're such a joy, and people get them, and they I, mean, I, I share them with my my kids. I share them with my nephew. But I would like people who get these, who get Adafruit devices, who get Adaboxes, to go to your local school and mm. do a workshop. Do a, do a brown bag. Do a brown bag at your work. Mm. You don't have to make these at home by yourself. Take yeah. it somewhere. Take it to your local library. Take it to your local community center. If yeah. you speak another language, yeah. take it, sit down with the Adabox, translate it into your, the other local language that you know and, and do share it and do it together. Mm -hmm. yeah. There is community in these cute little boxes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, on that note, um, thank you for being here, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. for Thank you guys so much th for having me. Well, thanks for maybe working on some really tough problems <laughs> that, that we all... You know, when it happens, I'll make sure to be like, hey guys, I uh, finally that did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. So, because, you know, most of the problems that we have can be solved with technology, but who does it and how they do it really matters mm. so thank you for it's, it's not going to be easy but like anything worth it 
worth doing. It's never really. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so thank you so much. Okay, thank yeah. you everybody, right. and thank you for watching. Don't forget to check out Hansel Minutes and uh, subscribe to Nina Box, I guess. Yeah, totally. All right, later, folks.